0: Let's talk about underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy is the best and easiest place to play fantasy football for big cash prizes. An underdog fantasy you just draft. No need to worry about waivers, lineups, or injuries. Underdog handles it all for you. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft a season-long best ball team, and that's it. No in-season management. They're going to give you $25 when you sign up so you can take a free shot at a $1 million grand prize in their fantasy football tournament. That's right. You can get a free $25 in bonus cash on Underdog Fantasy if you use the code KIME K-E-I-M, when you make your first deposit. I love Underdog because it's just so easy to use. The mobile app is slick. The website is user-friendly. So do what I've been doing. Go to underdogfantasy.com, join a league, draft a team, and that's it. You're good for the season. Remember, go to underdogfantasy.com, the App Store, or the Google Play Store. Sign up with the code KIME, K-E-I-M, and get a free $25 in bonus cash. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Today, a wrap-up of the first practice back in Ashburn, so it's the fifth practice overall. If you've missed any of the first four podcasts, going over practices, give them a listen. All our quick ones, though the one on Saturday involved a longer discussion with the voice of the Washington football team, Bram Weinstein. As always, check out my work on ESPN.com, updates throughout the week on any news topic and any other stories going on. I'll have stories every week, of course. Now let's get to it. Before practice gets going, Washington goes through special teams work. There's not a whole lot to see, but it was a time when special teams coach Nate Katzer could shout out, guys, I've got a lot of guys coming to my office wanting reps. This is where you get them. As we all know, special teams will make the difference for a few guys on the roster, and you never really know who you're competing against. Could be a guy like Derek Forrest going against a guy like receiver DeAndre Carter. Carter. Could mean keeping seven receivers with Carter as a returner, instead of having six safeties with Forrest or someone else as the sixth safety. By the way, the early guys who have been catching punts in practice include Carter, Dax Milne, Stephen Sims, Isaiah Wright, and Danny Johnson. So following my earlier comments, it could be guys like Carter and Johnson fighting for that last spot. We'll see. I said this in OTAs, but I'll repeat it again. I like how running back Jarrett Patterson catches the ball. Hands out front, does not body the ball. That's key. To be a good third down back, it takes more than just looking good, catching the ball. Handling protection and learning how to run routes and setting guys up are key. It took former Washington running back Chris Thompson several years to get this down, and it took him a lot of work working on routes against with the receivers, working on his patience, etc. But if you fight the ball or don't show good hands, they're not going to try you in this role. I like watching individual work to see how players go about their job. The defense is always on a far field and sometimes it's hard to get a good look at them. So it's more common to watch for me to watch the offensive guys. I love watching the wideouts because they are just some professional route runners. I use them as a guide for how, how others should run as well. Watching how Adam Humphrey sets a guy up whether with a subtle head fake or when running at someone, how he keeps his head straight and doesn't give away his cut. He holds his head straight longer than others. And by longer, it could be a half second or so. It's a long time on the route. Or you watch how Terry McLaurin sells the post corner by turning his head inside on the post to sell that post and then cutting back outside. Other players will turn their head inside, but they don't hold it as well. They don't give it as good a look. So they, they might do it to a degree, but they're not selling it. I like watching the video of these um, uh, drills later in the day. I have these on my phone. To get a better feel for guys. So just so you know, we're allowed to shoot individual drills and some group drills, some one-on-one stuff. Once they get to the team, we got to turn all that stuff off. Spent a lot of time watching rookie tight end John Bates today. I'd say he's doing okay, needs to doesn't really jump out one way or another. Can't say that I expected him to do so. He had one good block today on rookie William Bradley King prompting Logan Thomas to shout out. Hell yeah, John. And there's a play where he's on the outside. He was able to keep his feet, keep his hands in front of him, slide with him a little bit and basically moved him out of the way. The play went to the other side. It was a good job by base. There are other times he failed to sustain a block, whether because he lost or just because he slipped. One time he's kind of coming through the line as a move tight end, lunged a little bit, lost his footing. And Pete Hainer yelled at him to, to keep his feet I do like that he's more often than not using a good base to block, and then it becomes how you use your hands and all that. The one block he did the best against William Bradley King occurred when he was in a three-point stance. The other ones were mostly as a move tight end, so you're learning how to do something different because he did a lot on on the line in, in college. There was another time when Bates ran at linebacker Kaliki Hudson basically impacted his ability to get out to the flat to cover running back who caught the ball. It was not a pick. It was an effective route. Hey, folks, would you like free tickets for the preseason game against the Baltimore Ravens? Well, you're in luck because our sponsor, Prosper Insurance, is giving a ticket to anyone who gets a home and auto quote with them. You don't even have to buy a policy to get the free ticket, although the savings will absolutely make you want to switch today. Finding the right insurance can be a pain, but Prosper makes the process easy, all while providing great service and advice. Their licensed advisors shop the market with top companies like Allstate, Nationwide, Progressive, Travelers, and more to find you the perfect coverage at a great rate, which is just a few of the many reasons why Prosper has over 1,000 five-star reviews on Google. You have nothing to lose. Simply visit Kime to get your quote and a free ticket to the Baltimore preseason game on August 28th. That's prosper.insurance.com slash kind k-e-i-m no.com get ready to feel good about your insurance i also like watching tight end coach pete hainer work with his group before practice i posted some video on instagram showing how much a stickler he is for details with the tight ends in their feet for example on blocks now any position coach should be this way but he most definitely lets his guys know and he'll make them do it again and again One time it was a matter of, I can't remember which play, it was a matter of six or 10 inches on a first step on a pulling action. But if you're stepping forward versus stepping lateral back a little, it makes a big difference with your angle when you arrive at the block. One guy who jumped out to me, and not just because of his mullet, linebacker Cole Holcomb. I noticed last week that he appeared to be better in coverage. There was one play in particular in which J.D. McKissick threw a double move at him. He didn't bite. Now, McKissick got downfield and actually Holcomb was right there, but McKissick made a terrific leaping catch where Holcomb thought he was going to pick the ball off. I've seen this. I've seen that coverage skill. Those coverage skills continue through today. Holcomb's eyes are in a much better place, much more discipline. He was inconsistent in coverage his first two seasons in part because his eyes were so inconsistent. It takes a lot more than speed to be good in coverage. Now not getting fooled by play action or double moves or plays where you know you're going one way. The ball's going one way. Eyes going or the um, offense shifting one way. Plays going the other. More often than not, he's been right there with guys. File this away to see if it continues. But through August second, he's been better. Today there was one route in which McKissick, out of a stack formation, ran a, ran like a slant slash crosser. Tough play for Holcomb because he was lined wide, had to get through traffic, but he took a good angle, played it well. Took a again took the good angle, drove to the outside shoulder of McKissick. Now, the ball was a little bit behind McKissick, so it was incomplete. But Holcomb was right there. So even if he catches it, it's going to be a stop for a very short game. So that's good for Holcomb and, the red, and for excuse me, for Washington. Antonio Gandy-Golden said he feels 100 times better than a year ago. Last year, and that should, last year, even before his hamstring issues, Gandy-Golden was struggling to adjust to the NFL game. Just when he started to get there in camp, he got hurt, and then he got hurt again during the season. He's looked better this camp than he did a year ago, but in all honesty, the bar was low. I don't remember him making a single play last summer other than one block that stood out. He's made a handful of plays this camp. Now, not always against top corners, a lot, a lot of times against lower corners, but he's at least making them now. And he made two of those today, catching a couple of 50-50 balls. He's a big body, a bigger body, who was a fourth round pick by this staff. And those are all important things to know. I know the ones who push for him hard in the draft are still here, including offensive coordinator Scott Turner. Again, key point. He likes big targets in this offense. And, and even though they have Cam Sims, you need another one. And that would be that could be Candy Golden. What I want to see is how he fares in press coverage against good corners. I'd say he's been really inconsistent here. There were two plays in which he faced Troy Apke, converting who's converting from safety, and is struggling with sometimes that press coverage. Apke, again, struggled with his jams. Not surprising, considering he's new to the position. Um, but on one deep ball today, he got his hands on Gandy Golden, slowed his release, got his, kept his hands on him, disrupted the timing to where the ball was incomplete by about five or six yards or so. On the next play, Gandy Golden got inside him, got inside him on a slant. Stephen Montez threw a bad ball, so it was incomplete. But he was open. Now he'll be facing better corners during the season or during or in the preseason. This remains an issue he needs to work on to show that he can get open there. Like one route that Dax Milne ran, a little corner versus a excuse me, a little crosser versus zone. What I liked is the awareness showed on the play. He he saw how the defense was flowing, so he sat down in an open area, cut off so he cut off the route, and it worked as Steven Montez found him. Rookie tackle Sam Cosme is getting quite a workout from Montez sweat and training camp. Chase Young sometimes going against him. Young really kind of blew up a, a, an outside run to J.D. McKissick today, in which he shouted out, "Hell no." Um, and he just kind of laughed. Montez has has been very vocal this camp, a lot more than in the past. It's clearly finding a comfort level and having some fun. Now I will say they burned him on a screen to his side. So he's got to start playing with some of that awareness because they got them later on that where he rushed upfield and, and McKissick slid behind him on a screen. And that's something that Chase Young does really well, plays with great awareness. That's where Montez needs to get to. Um, but I will say with Cosme, these guys are going to force him to play with better technique. Being a good athlete will only take you so far. If you don't improve your technique, you're only going to be at a certain level of a player. He's not a good enough athlete to over to compensate for that at that position. Hudson worked more in the big nickel role today, and he's done that a couple of times, did it in the spring as well. I like trying him here. He's fast, plays with a linebacker mentality because that's spot Spidey plays. He's just small for a really big role, I think, and it's a starter. But the speed and the mentality would help him against the run in their big nickel package. And I also think he offers some speed against some speed that, that has helped as well. And you saw that today, as far as the quarterback play, still what I said the other day, this is Ryan Fitzpatrick's job until they're alternating a lot and not just giving Taylor Heineke um, some reps here and there with the starters. Then it's really not to me a competition. Now, as far as Heineke goes, he had two series today, one was really good, or he got more than two, but there were two that in particular, one was really good. One was really, was not good. Should have thrown two picks on one series, um, One drop by Cole Luke, one drop by Jeremy Reeves, both over the middle. Now, I don't know why he threw the ball on those. We don't talk to him about that, and I don't know what the reasoning was. Sometimes you take a chance and all that. But bottom line of the result was almost two picks in the middle of the field. But the next series, red zone drill. There was a nice ball to DeAndre Carter in the corner of the end zone, front corner of the end zone on the right. Next play, hits Steven Sims in, in the end zone for another score. So he bounced back, inconsistent. Again, if he wants to win the job – there has to be some, a really, really strong level of consistency at a higher level than, than what he's shown. And as, well, listen, what he's shown is he still has a, he's still going to be a backup here, if nothing else. So I'm not trying to criticize him. But if you're trying to get into that quarterback competition to be a starter, he's going to have to take it up a little bit. Hey, this is Joel Corey from Inside the Cap. I know you're enjoying the John Con Report, which gives you insider access to the Washington football team. Everything you want, you want to know which is going on with the Washington football team. Once you're done with that, check out my podcast, Inside the Cap, which gives you the ins and outs of the NFL salary cap and player contract negotiations. Check out these two products and other fine podcasts from Empire Media. Anyway, that's it for today. Told you it would be quick. I have another one on Tuesday. Also, look for opportunities to play fantasy football against me via Underdog Fantasy. I'll be holding drafts throughout the month of August. Just check on social media for when those will happen. Talk to you next time.